Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. So this week you guys got lucky and you got two episodes in one week. Unfortunately, last week you didn't get an episode because I decided to do the Valentine's Day special. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but so we're gonna get two episodes this week. Um, a couple days ago for Valentine's Day, I shared um, ideas on what you can do with your friends and stuff like that. So I'd like to say I'd like to talk about what I did with my friends on Valentine's Day. So um, we we're kind of all in the same boat, spending it together instead of with someone else. So it worked out perfectly. So we decided. Um, well, we we like woke up and we made um, chocolate covered strawberries, which is really cute. And we had um, we made red red velvet cupcakes, and I made a little red velvet like cake and decorated it. So we made like all those treats, and then we decided to uh, go out to dinner. So we went out to dinner, and it was really nice. And then um, afterwards, we like set up like the table, and we put all the treats out and stuff like that. So we had. Um, we bought like nerds rope candy we had like a ring pops um the cupcakes the chocolate covered strawberries and then we made uh strawberry milk and so we just and the cake and stuff like that so we had it all set up kind of cute and then you know we had music going we were just listening to music and we had um and we we played a a little like card game that we had bought but we'd never tried it before so we played a midnight taboo which is basically just taboo but like adult version and um it was fun and we had a good time and we ended up watching the hunger games because one of my roommates had never seen it and you know i'm never gonna say no to a dystopian movie with uh love triangles so that was fun and i'm glad i got to spend it with my friends and um yeah just enjoying the day and enjoying each other's presence so yeah that's what we did for valentine's day and now for this episode um i finished a book i was reading last night so i thought that for this episode i can talk about um about the book about books i want to read about like just reading in, in general and um my like i guess recommendations kind of like that sort of thing so, starting with the book I just finished, it was The Picture of Dorian Gray, and the reason I wanted to read this book was because, oh, another book series that I've read, um, that's not, I haven't finished it yet, but it's three books, and the third book just came out, and I'll talk about it later, but, um, Chain of Gold by Cassandra Clare, I think, that series, um, a character in the book talks about Oscar Wilde and, like, the picture of Dorian Gray before, so I was like, you know what, if a book is talking about a book, I might as well just try to see what it's about. So, I did get this, I got this a while ago, I think like in the summer I got the book, and I just started reading it, it took me, a, it's a, it's a such a tiny book, but it took me a long time to read it, and I'll talk about like getting into slumps and stuff like that, but I started reading it like in January, and I just finished it now, so kind of embarrassing that it took me this long but I finished it and um I really enjoyed it you know it's a classic book so there's 
the language that they use is not, um, you know, the same as now, but it's a classic for a reason, right? And I think that that's what makes classics so good is that, um, like, they're the original ones. You see, like, a lot of things redone, and it's the same type of thing over and over again in, like, more modern books, but, like, these are, like, the blueprint, you know what I'm saying? So, I think that it's just, like, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. So, this book was really, like, philosophical, kind of, and, like, um, the character, there's, like, two, I guess, Dorian Gray is one of the main characters, and then his friend, Lord Henry. Lord Henry is, like, super philosophical, and he says all these, like, things, and you're like, okay, calm down, sir, it's not that serious. But, um, with these philosophical and, like, big, deep thoughts, there's, like, bits of comedy that are, you're like, what is going on here? So there's, like, so many moments in this book where I'm like, I did not expect that, and I didn't see that coming, and it's funny. Like, it was actually funny to read. Um, and I like when, like, books have, like, little funny moments, because it just breaks up, like, the seriousness of it. So, yeah, I did really enjoy that. And like I said, with the, um, like, the language of it being different, there were so many times where I had to go and look up a word and see what it meant, because I didn't know, <laughs> like, I've never heard the word before. And so, like, I wrote down a couple words, just, like, so I can, I was quizzing my roommates to see if they knew what they meant either. But, like, some of them are so, like, good to use, like, they work in, like, everyday life. And that's something I really want to try to do, is, like, expand my vocabulary, because I feel like the way I speak is just so, like, it could be enhanced. And I could sound a lot more educated. So, um, that's that. But overall, I think I'd give the book... I'd give it like ten stars. I don't know, five five out of five. It was it was a good. It was a short read, so it was pretty. It was easy to read. I think if you sat down and you like read it, it's it's easy to read. The only thing I would say is that um, there's maybe like a, only a handful of chapters that end that want like leave you wanting to read more. So like if you if you're looking for a book that's like a page turner and you're never like you're always left on a cliffhanger maybe not this one but it's also good because it has like like nice stopping points like every chapter you can probably be able to put the book down if you need to and the chapters are relatively short too so i like that um and for me i go through these like phases where i'll read super slow i'll read super fast so this one was a slow read it was like almost two months and um it's a very small book so that's kind of like i said embarrassing but it was good there was there was enough action in it to like i guess keep going but if you want like something with action i would not say that you would enjoy this like if you wanted an action book it's just a nice like slow read i would say um and i enjoyed the pace that i read it at yeah I liked the way it ended. I thought it was um, fitting. And, um, yeah. A lot of, and a lot of the books, like I said, like 
they're redone over and over again you kind of know what's happening like this one i was actually pleasantly surprised at some of like the twists in the plot like i was like oh i guess some people can see that coming but i honestly i was like some of these things i did not see coming and i enjoyed that because like my roommate says the element of surprise people like the element of surprise according to her i spoil things and if you and if you're listening to this sorry i don't mean to do it love you um anyway so that was the book i i'd give it a solid um five stars i think yeah overall i just think that having the deep dialogue and and that stuff broken up with comic relief and like the plot twist and like just the outrageousness of it i think that's what made it so like fun to read like i can imagine like people reading this back in like 1800 and be like oh my gosh well apparently it was according um my roommate was doing because i was like filling them in on it as i read so she was reading um and it was apparently like really frowned upon at the time and it was controversial so people didn't like it at the time but um i guess as time went on people began to see it as a classic which i think it is um rightfully placed um it's rightfully deemed a classic so now that um i talked about that book a little bit I'm struggling a little bit to find, um, well, not to find, but to choose which book to read next because I have a couple. I have actually not even a couple. I have a ton that I just have an addiction to buying books. And then, you know, they're on my to read list, but I just keep buying and buying and buying, which I need to stop. So I'm going to read a little bit about um, each of the books I have on my to read list and then Maybe we'll make a decision together. Because some of these things I have not even read. Like, the summary on the jacket. Like, I just buy them because I'm like, okay, I've heard about this one. It looks cool. I'll get it. Which is not very good. But, you know what? I'm going to keep doing it. And my addiction to buying books also stems from the fact that when Barnes & Noble has their end-of-year sale, that where they're... um, having hardcovers on sale buy one get one 50 off of course i'm gonna take advantage of that and of course i'm gonna buy it like you guys can't tempt me with that and then not expect me to buy it so i'm gonna start off with the i'm gonna start off with the first book um my most recent buy i'm gonna start off with my most recent buy so i bought it from a little bookstore in savannah when my roommates and i went to visit and of course how can I turn down a small business? Like, it was so cute, and I had to buy something. Like, I couldn't just leave empty-handed. So, they didn't have, like... Like, it's not, like, your extensive collection of, like, Barnes & Noble. But, you know, they had um, a couple books that, like, each of us were able to find... Were able to find one that we wanted to get. So, like, I was looking for a while because I wanted a specific one by... um, Okay, I just listened to an audio, and it's Lee Bardugo. Lee Bardugo, I think. So I was looking for, I think it's called The Ninth House by her because I thought it was a standalone. I was looking for a lot of standalones because I was kind of tired of series. And she wrote um, Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom, which I recently read over the summer and I liked it. Um, I didn't want to read her, um, the one with Alina Starkov. I didn't want to read that Grisha 
first book because I don't I watched the show and I didn't like their story as much as I liked um Six of Crows like the um I didn't like that that storyline I liked more so I wanted to read that book and I'm glad I read that book it was a good good series I like the characters a lot in that one so I wanted to read that sing standalone book the ninth house from her but I couldn't find it and I actually found out that it's not even a standalone anymore she wrote a second book to it so um so I ended up seeing um this book stalking Jack the Ripper who is by an author that <laughs> wrote um probably one of the top five books in my opinion uh Carrie Maniscalco and she wrote Kingdom of the Wicked, Kingdom of the Curse, Kingdom of the Feared that trilogy and that that trilogy is just amazing. So she wrote like this um this series um a bunch of like stalking blah blah blah. Um so this one is stalking Jack the Ripper and I wanted to just read another one of her series set in a different world just to see like if she's just as good or if it's just like the characters because like she is a mastermind like i don't know how she did it but the characters that are in the um kingdom of the wicked are just so well written so i want to see if she can do it in another series as well so this is the one i bought from the small business in savannah okay and i guess i can read a little bit about a little bit about it okay he murdered women in cold blood. He terrorized an entire city. He taunted those of us who hunted him down. But despite all these horrors, in the end, I could not deny it. I was the girl who loved the Ripper. Okay. So, she falls in love with a murderer, basically, I guess. It has to have love in it. If if Carrie does not write a book without a love story, a romance aspect in it, then you're missing out. So, I knew it had to have something with love in it. Alright, so... That's Stalking Jack the Ripper. Now, I have another one that I bought. Like I said, I was looking for a standalone. And um, in the most recent Barnes & Noble sale, I bought this one called Blood Scion. And I saw it and I was like, okay, this this cover looks cool. I don't even, I didn't read the um the jacket. Like I said, I don't read them. But I said, this cover looks cool. It's a standalone. Um... I'll look into it. It does seem a little bit um, more younger audience based, but I'm not opposed to reading stuff written for younger people because, like, I read The Hunger Games, I read Divergent, I read Harry Potter. Um, those were all catered towards younger audiences, and they slapped, so this can slap too. Oh, I also read The Lunar Chronicles. Slapped. Um, that's one of my top books series as well so the jacket for this one blood Zion, says um i'm a descendant of shango pardon me if i'm pronouncing anything wrong the god of fire heat and fire i'm i'm a living inferno i'm a dead girl walking so it says 15 year old sloan can incinerate an enemy at will she is a scion a descendant of the ancient orisha gods but under the brutal rule of Lucius, her identity means her death. Her mother knew as much. She disappeared trying to hide Sloane's truth. 
Sloane, too, has hidden her abilities, but on her 15th birthday, she is conscripted into Lucius' army. Once taken, Sloane must not only conceal her power, but overcome the bloody challenges of Lucius' training. But if she can infiltrate the Lucius, she could destroy her enemies, the people who think of her as less than human. The overlords responsible for her mother's disappearance. Okay. Sloane rises through the ranks and gains strength, but in doing so, risks something greater. Losing herself entirely and becoming the very monster she abhors. So in that um, summary, they don't really talk about any romance. They do talk about how she's 15. So like I said, I could see how it's catered towards a younger audience but i would be disappointed if there wasn't any any romance just a little something some author um the author stephanie garber wrote it's an explosive powerful debut and i've heard good things about stephanie garber so that should be good uh but yeah i'm open to all books so i i don't really judge based on the summary which is why i don't really read it and i don't care before i buy it okay another book i have is sense and sensibility now barnes and noble has the section of classics that just gets me every time because they're so pretty and i'm like oh i need to get them so this one is um the pages are gold and it has a bookmark and it's just like like almost it looks like a like a bible honestly and it's just so pretty i was like um i need to get it now have i read any jane austen books no but like i said i like reading classics have i read that many classics no but i think that they're classics for a reason so i bought it and partially mostly because it's so pretty um it's a fat book so let me see how many pages it has 389 is that right no the pages are stuck together oh no this is a whole chunk of pages stuck together this is what happens when you buy books and you don't read them for months Bruh. okay 393 so i'll read the little thing because i don't even know any clue of what it's about so Eleanor Dashwood's cool reason and her sister Marianne's more demonstrated nature are revealed when her father Henry dies. They are uprooted from the family home for Eleanor and Marianne. Salvation lies in making a suitable match, but both must overcome adversity. Eleanor strikes up an attachment with Edward Ferris, who harbors a secret that constrains his commitment, while Marianne falls for a penniless charmer who throws her over for a rich heiress. Okay. So it's two sisters who lose their father and they have to find love. That's interesting. Um, that could be fun. See, all these, like, they're classics for a reason. They, it has to be good, right? So that's the one I have. Another one I have, this book is also fat. And I have no idea what it's about. But I bought it because I've heard good things. So it's called cloud cuckoo land oh i forgot to tell you the author of blood scion is deborah fallet fallet i don't know if i'm saying that right deborah fallet and you know sense and sensibility is jane austen so this one cloud cuckoo land is by anthony dewar dewar not sure it's a mars and nobles exclusive edition no clue what that means but um 
I've just heard good things, so I had to get it. Let's see. I have not read read about this one yet. Okay. So set in Constant- Constantinople in 15th century in a small town in present-day Idaho. What? Okay. I think there's three settings. That was so confusing. Oh my gosh. Okay. Set in Constantinople in the 15th century in a small town in present-day Idaho and on an interstellar ship decades from now. Anthony Doerr's gorgeous third novel. This better not be a series. Okay. Is a, a gorgeous third novel is a triumph of imagination and compassion. A soaring story about children on the cusp of adulthood and worlds of peril who find resilience, hope, and a book. In Cloud Cuckoo Land, Dewar has created a magnificent tapestry of times and places that reflect our vast interconnectedness with other species, with each other, with those who lived before us, and with those who will be here after we're gone. 13-year-old Anna, an orphan, lives inside the formidable walls of Constantinople in a house of women who make their living and bordering the robes of priests. Restless, insatiably, insatiably curious Anna learns to read, and in this ancient city famous for its library, she finds a book. The story of Ethan, like kind of like Ethan, I guess, um, who longs to be turned into a bird so that he can fly to a utopian paradise in the sky. She reads to her ailing sisters as the walls of the only place she knows she has known are bombarded in a great siege of Constantinople. Outside the walls is Omer, a village boy miles from home, conscripted with his beloved oxen in the inv- into the invading army. Um, his path and Anna's will cross. Okay. Uh, 500 years later, in a library in Idaho, octogenarian Zeno, who, lived, who learned Greek as a prisoner of war, rehearsed his five children in a play adaptation of Athan's story. Preserved against all odds through centuries, tucked among the library shelves in a bomb planted by a troubled, idealistic teenager, Seymour. This is another siege, and in a not-so-distant future, on the interstellar ship Argos, Constance is alone in a vault, copying on scraps of sacking the story of Athan. Told to her by her father, she has never set foot on our planet. Like Marie Laurie and Werner in All the Light We Cannot See, Anna, Omer, Seymour, and and Constance are dreamers and outsiders who find resourcefulness and hope in the midst of the gravest danger. Their lives are gloriously intertwined. Dewar's dazzling imagination transports us to worlds so dramatic and immersive that we forget for time our own. Dedicated to the librarians then, now, and in years to come. Cloud Cuckoo Land is a beautiful and redemptive novel about stewardship of the book of the earth out of the human heart. Okay, so that seems like a lot. Um, A little confusing, so there's three timelines, but it's a bestseller. I hope it's not a series. Let me me double check and make sure. Um, Because if it is, that is quite upsetting. And I'm looking up if it's a series, and the first thing that Google says, is it confusing? So, it does sound confusing, but I don't think it is. But I think it's a standalone. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be a... Sorry, it doesn't seem to be a series. Okay, so that was one. This other one I've had for so long, and it's Little Woman. And it's just a staple. I have to read it, and... And I have to enjoy it. <laughs> I will enjoy it. I hope. But I've had this one. I got it not in this last 
Barnes and Noble end of year sale, but the one before. So I've had it for a long time and I've just been pushing it off. That's not good. So, um, Little Woman by Louisa May Alcott. And, you know, I haven't seen the movies. I try to stay away from, because, like, there would be pop culture references to it all the time. And I try to, like, block them out because I really don't know anything about it. And I would like to be pleasantly surprised. So, let's see. Is there anything? I don't know if there's anything that tells us a little bit about the book. And I also got it because the cover was so, like, pretty. And could not give it up. I mean, could not pass it up. So I don't think they have, like, a... They don't have a thing that says anything about it but they do have this quote on the back it says i don't like to doze by the fire i like adventures and i'm going to find some so i assume it's about a woman or a group of women that are looking for adventure of some sort i don't know it's a pretty pretty book and like sense and sensibility it's a classic and about women so i think i would enjoy them this is definitely one i've been pushing off and i've been trying to read i just find one that always just seems more interesting and admittedly it's fantasy books that are always that always like, catch my attention because i'm a sucker for fantasy and that's not really good but um yeah that's that one i'm telling you guys this list is fat the next book I have is Dance of Thieves, and I told my roommate about this book series, and she finished it, I think, and she enjoyed it, and my grandma read it too, and she enjoyed it as well, So, and I've heard lots of good things, so I don't think I will not um, find, this a, find this to be a good book. I, in fact, I got the second book at the Barnes and Noble sale. I got the second book of the series because they didn't have the first before I even bought the first book, which is how crazy is that? I was like, nope, I'm gonna enjoy this book, so I'm gonna get the second series, um, the second book of the series. So this is Dance of Thieves by Mary E. E what the frick? By Mary E. Pearson, and um. She writes some other books. Oh yeah, she writes The Kiss of Deception. That's the one I've seen before. So let me see if they have a summary. Okay, as soon as I open the book, map. Map in the in the front page. You know when a book has a map. Actually, I can't- I have to stop saying that. That when a book has a map, it's gonna be good. Because I read- what was the name of that book? It was so unmemorable, I don't even remember the name. The Rose and the Dagger? Something like that. It sucked. It's like a spin-off of A Thousand Nights, I think that's what it's called. The, and I hated it. I'm sorry. I just thought the writing was so dry. The character building was so ugh. And it was just one-dimensional. Sucked. And it had a map. So I can't say anything about it being good. And I went and read the second one too. The Wrath and the Dawn's the first one. And the second one's The Rose and the Dagger. And I hated both of them. But I read the second one because I was like... Okay, I've got to finish. I think that was, like, the last book. It was just two books. I was like, I have to finish it off. But I hated it. But I'm really hoping to um, enjoy this dance of these ones. I'll read two, the two things. So there's this one says, A stunning new adventure set in the kingdoms of Remnant 
a formidable outlaw family that claims to be the first among nations, a son destined to lead, thrust suddenly into power, three fierce young women of Ratan, the queen's premier guard, a legendary street thief leading a mission determined to prove herself, a dark secret that is a threat to the entire continent, when outlaw leaders meet when outlaw leader meets reformed thief, a cat and a mouse game of flaw, false moves ensues, bringing them intimate, intimately together in a battle that may cost their lives and their hearts. Okay, and then this, um, I guess the quote from the back, it's an excerpt from the book, I guess. He stood and put his hand out to help me. We should get going, Kazia Brignus. I took it and stood. You seem to like calling me that. Why? Because I'm not sure that's your real name. You appear to have a lot of hidden sides to you. Juggling, telling riddles, taking down boys, and threatening to cut their pretty necks. I grimaced and shook my head, sizing up his neck. It's not so pretty. He rubbed his neck as if, as if offended. Anything else up your sleeve I should know about? If I told you, I w- it wouldn't be fun, would it? Should I be concerned? Probably. Okay, so we have a little bit of um, enemy kind of vibes here. I'm a sucker for enemies to lovers. And like I said, Carrie Maniscalco does it so well. And so then I have the second book of that series as well, which is called um, Vow of Thieves. And I'm not going to read the... Um, I'm not going to read it just in case it like spoils anything for the first one. But that's the second one. So those are all the books that I have yet to read. And I don't know which one I'm going to read first. It's... Since I just finished a classic, I feel like I shouldn't start another one. I should give me a give myself a break, but it's so hard. The problem with me is that I always read the books that I got most recently. So I could read Stalking Jack the Ripper, and then I just like leave all the ones I bought a long time ago. Uh, they keep getting put on the back burner. But the Stalking Jack the Ripper one, I can read that one. And so how many books do I have here, actually? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven books. So I have seven books to read, and my goal is to do one book every month. And that was my goal for the year, but as you can see, I didn't even read one for January. I was reading Dorian Gray the entire time. So that, um, that's unfortunate. But... Maybe, who knows, I can read more than one book a month. But um, I guess I'll start with Stalking Jack the Ripper. That one might be a fast read because, honestly, with Carrie's books, I read them in like a week because they're just so good. And then I could pick up another one. And it's not to say that a book that that takes a long time to read is not good because, like, Dorian Gray was good and it took me a while to read it's just the pace that the book is written in and like some books are meant to be like fast and some books you take your time but um yeah so i think i'll read that one next um and the last thing i wanted to hold on i forgot another book so i've been reading this series by cassandra clare i think and i read the clockwork series and it's like shadow hunter stuff and then i started reading the one 
written like about the kids in the future so that one is chain of gold chain of iron and then this last one's chain of thorns and they are huge books huge books and i didn't like i have them all online on my phone so i didn't want to buy like the last book and just not have the complete series and i didn't really want to buy all three books so i think i'm going to read that one on my phone but it's just so long and i don't really like reading on my phone i like a physical book so that one might have to be pushed like like way 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 behind the rest but i also don't want to like forget what happened because it's already been like a year because i was waiting for her to release this book because she just released it like at the end of january but that was another book i have to read and it's basically you don't have to read the one with the parents first but um if you do read them out of order because i read them out of order if you do you will know like a lot of things that happen um it's still everything's not ex explained but you you know some things it's just a book about like people who hunt like demons basically but yeah that's another one i had to read and then um another thing i want to talk about like the last thing about this book related podcast was um about talking about when i'm like in a slump like i feel like i i don't want to read or like i just like start reading and fall asleep like what i do so there's like a lot of times where i will start reading a book and like fall asleep and book and sometimes the books like this one i just finished will take me forever to read and they're not even big books and so i think like what you have to do is you have to just power through it right so if you have like a little spare time like 10 minutes even to just like read a couple pages and um like i like to if i'm on the bus i'll probably take it out and read it and in those like pages that you read you might not like get into it again because it might not have like any like i don't know cliffhanger but it could and that could like spark your reading um spark you reading more again so i think it's just like staying persistent with yourself even if you don't want to just like set um some time uh like a side to read or if you because like 10 minutes you could like honestly like for me i spent so much more time on tiktok that i could have been reading so like 10 minutes is nothing really um it's not gonna be the end of the world so if you can get like 10 minutes in every day and then i don't know someday one day like you finally reach like a the climax of the the book and you want to keep reading that will help i think if you're in like a slump or something and then like once you finish a book sometimes like if it's a series you want to get right into the other one but if it's like a standalones you're like oh i want to take a break from reading but i'm gonna try to like to start reading this book tonight like i just finished the book last night and i'm gonna start reading this book tonight because i think if you let yourself fall out of the reading um routine then like it's it gets harder to get back into it so that's what i do if like i'm in like a reading slump i'll just try to read a little bit every day and like it might take you forever but um i think eventually you'll get to that point where you like i guess catch fire and start reading um more and more but yeah um i think that's pretty much it so i'm hoping if i can set like a timeline for me to finish this by 
finished like those seven books or it's i guess it's eight books with the one on my phone um what does eight months put us by march april may june july august september october october ideally i should be finished by october it would be great if i was able to finish um a little bit before that and i can even make a goal for myself what if i finish these eight books by the time i graduate that's a little hefty but i could do that i think last year i read nine books in total in the year so if i can read these books by the time i graduate that would be pretty good for me um but yeah i think also setting those goals like for what you want to read is good and you might like get um it might like you might not stay consistent but i stayed consistent for a couple months last year in reading like a book a month um most books should not be like if you read like two or three chapters a day you'll you'll get through it um within a month so i think setting a goal also helps you read more as well or if you have like um people that you want to read with and help you stay accountable with you can like um do that so if you have like a friend and you can be like hey um I'm reading like a book a month you want to join me and stuff like that and then you guys can talk about your books and like recommend books to each other so that can be fun so if you want to read dorian gray i'd highly recommend it um as i read these books or if you were interested by the um summaries of the books i read you can pick those up too and um hello fans out there i'm gonna i'm gonna do a fan moment and if you read them if you read them you can let me know how they went um, but yeah, so if you want to read Dorian Gray, you can do that. If you want to read any of the books I'm going to read, or if you want to, um, know how it went. When I finish a book, I'll let you guys know how it was. Um, even if the episode's not about that, I'll do like a quick thing in the beginning of the thing and talk about it. But, um, yeah, so if you want to know anything about that, I'll, I'll let you guys know. And then, yeah, to to stay reading, I guess, follow those, like, tips. Just try to read a little bit each day and set, like, a goal for the amount of books that you want to read in a certain time. And I think that makes it a lot easier to tackle a book or setting, a, like, a set time to read each day. I know that over the summer, one, one summer, I had, like, I know your parents probably, like, for school you had to read like 30 minutes a day and that sounds like so stupid in elementary school but like um i had like 30 minutes of reading and obviously if you want to do more than that you can do more than that but at least like try to get like 30 minutes of reading in and i would like this is part of like a self-improvement phase that i was going through like during <laughs> lockdown so it was like you have to get 30 minutes of vitamin d outside and um I doubled that right so I did I did my 30 minutes of reading while I got my vitamin d outside and it's just a nice little escape so if you can just set a little bit of time aside each day and then set a goal I think it makes it a lot easier but yeah 
so that's pretty much all I have for today. It was just gonna be about, you know, the books I just finished reading, what I plan on reading, and how I keep, or how I try to keep reading, because I think it's so good to read different things and stuff like that. And like I said, I'm always stuck on fantasy stuff, but I try to expand. Um, and I should read more um, nonfiction, but I need like good recommendations. Like, I need to have a juicy nonfiction fan talk. If anyone has nonfiction recommendations, you can let me know. Um, when I say you can let me know, if I say I did have fans, right? Which I don't. But when I say you can let me know, is there a way that you can actually let me know, or no? I guess you can leave like a review on wherever you have podcasts or something wherever you watch you ever listen to them or you can dm me my instagram (laughs) is rachel and then an e and then my last name so r-a-c-h-e-l-e-t-e-i-x-e-i-r-a and you can dm me but that's if i have fans which i don't so yeah so i think it's just yeah that was just basically a like reading what i've been reading what i want to read and why i read um because i like to i like to be well-rounded and that's a goal for for me this year to expand my vocabulary so reading is definitely going to help that but i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you're inspired to read more and maybe even you're inspired to pick up a book that i mentioned today and yeah Alright guys, so I'll see you next week. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Keep moving forward. Love you guys. Bye.